Welcome to Brad Kyle's Brad's Motor Works podcast. We'll be talking about some things about BMW, some things of cars in general, and some things about car repair. I hope you find it educational, enlightening, and I hope it increases your understanding of your car. And maybe along the way we'll have some fun too. Thank you for listening, and here we go. Episode number 225, Coolant Recovery... Boy, let's start over. (laughs) Coolant recovery tanks versus expansion tanks. What's the difference? Uh, this one's actually going to be by me, my, my own word, so to speak. I'm not reading from an article. It's been a while, hasn't it, for those of you that have kept up with uh, the podcast. And I started out this way by, you know, doing my own writing, so to speak. And, and uh, you know, I thought I'd covered pretty much everything. But so it's the reason I've been reading from a lot of different technical trade magazines, stuff like that. But this one actually was was uh, came up because of a customer asked me a question. We got talking about, he mentioned that his recovery tank on his car, he's got a BMW, of course. And I said, well, it's not really a recovery tank, it's an expansion tank. And he looks at me and goes, well, what's the difference? And I thought, hey, there's a podcast right there. So anyway, um, so we'll go from there. Uh, again, if you want to get a hold of me via uh, uh, email, it's bkpodcast5 at gmail.com. I'm also on LinkedIn under Brad's Motor Works. So, so we're going to cover this one. Um, you know, what is the difference between the two? And, um, you know, first off, let's, let's start with expansion tanks. Um, the expansion tank itself, it does hold coolant, okay, uh, but it is part of the pressurized system. Okay, so it and it allows for raising and lowering of the coolant level with temperature change. Okay, um, it's real important. There must be a certain amount of air in the spare air space in the tank. In other words, you got to really kind of pay attention to like usually the side or the top of the tank will tell you how high to fill it. Okay, it's important that you um, you know pay attention to that because there is you're not supposed to fill it all the way right up to the top. There is supposed to be some airspace in there for, not surprisingly, expansion, hence the name, expansion tank. So allow for that when you're doing the, the fill level. Uh, also, just to let you know, also, the radiator cap is a pressure release cap only. So that whole part of it, the expansion tank, any hoses that go to it, obviously the radiator cap, although in this case it's going on top of the expansion tank, is part of the full pressurized system of the cooling system. Okay, so when tests are done as far as pressure tests and stuff, that all should be tested as part of the main system. And again, with a um, expansion tank, you you don't actually have a cap on the radiator per se. It is on the expansion tank. Okay, uh, that is one of the difference typically between an expansion tank versus a recovery tank, and we'll talk about that one in a minute. But that's pretty much an expansion tank type system. Um, again, it's it's important for proper fill level, okay? Um, it's important that when the testing is done on it, pressure testing, that not only is the system tested, but also the cap as well, okay? And, um, you know, like I say, it, um, you know, the fill level is definitely very important. So, so recovery tank. Recovery tank is not part of the pressurized system, Okay. If you look at a car that has a recovery tank system, one of the key things you'll see is is that the uh, radiator cap is actually on the radiator itself. And there's usually some kind of a hose 
that goes from the uh, top of the radiator, usually right by the, the radiator cap area, and it goes to the uh, bottom of the recovery tank. Okay. Now, it is important that you have the recovery tank filled about halfway or so with, uh, with coolant water mix. Okay. But you'll notice the cap on top of the recovery tank is not any kind of a pressurized cap. It almost looks like a tank for like windshield washer fluid. Okay, as a kind of a basic uh, definition of that or description of it, I should say. I'm sorry, a description of it. Um, it's not part of the pressurized system. Okay, um, the radiator cap on on a recovery tank system is both a pressure and a vacuum cap, both. Okay, the reason I say that is because if the uh, if the system starts to go too high of pressure, it will dump pressure and coolant into the recovery tank. Hence the name, it's recovering it. So during that period of time, the fluid level in the recovery tank will raise up based on how much coolant comes out of the radiator, okay, into the recovery tank. Um, again, this could happen during normal operation as the engine heats up to normal operating temperature. Uh, it could happen when the engine's in the process of overheating. It's definitely going to happen then. But the difference is that when, as the engine cools down back to normal room temperature, it creates the, the pressure goes down in the uh, cooling system of the engine and the radiator, and so it will create a vacuum, and it will draw that coolant from the recovery tank back into the radiator. Okay, That will not happen in an expansion tank system. It just doesn't work that way, okay? So that's one of the differences right there. Um, the uh, I'm just reading my notes here. The, the level in the recovery tank is basically self-leveling. So in other words, it should be checked, of course, when it's cold, okay, for safety standpoint. But you could certainly look at it, you know, anytime you want to because usually the bottle is relatively clear or kind of like opaque, okay? It's usually plastic normally, like some kind of a clear or translucent plastic. And so you can see the coolant level, okay? And again, the actual pressure radiator cap itself is mounted right on the radiator. Uh, there is a tube, again, going to the bottom of the recovery tank. And normally the cap on the tank itself is not any kind of necessarily a screw-on type, you know, pressure type cap. It's it's usually it just it may just kind of you know, you just close it. Uh, it may or may not be. It could be a screw-on cap, but it's definitely not under pressure. Okay, it's important on the recovery type system that the radiator is filled all the way to the top. Okay, unlike the expansion tank system. Um, the, rec the radiator on a recovery tank system should be filled all the way to the top and you obviously get the proper and correct radiator cap to fit on there okay and make sure that's always screwed on properly um, if that um, let's see it's filled yeah if you don't keep that at the proper level as far as the radiator filled up all the way and that you keep at least some amount of coolant water in the recovery tank. In other words, if you let the recovery tank go uh, low or empty, 
when that system goes back into goes into the vacuum it could draw air into the radiator which is not good okay so it is important that that level in the recovery tank is kept about halfway or so is usually the best bet but again just go by what the markings are on the side of the bottle there as far as the correct levels so and that's really about it um they both have you know it, there's not too many disadvantages really they just operate differently it's up to the manufacturer which one they want to use whether they use expansion tank or recovery tank one is neither better than the other they're just different how they work okay um i would say probably the one thing about the recovery tank system is that um it kind of gives more leeway between fluid uh, you know, going out of the out of the radiator and then going back in, whereas on the expansion tank system, um, even though it's part of the pressurized system, again you have to have a certain amount of airspace in there. But there's probably there's less, let's say, leeway in an expansion tank system. Okay, as far as if the engine's running hot or if it's potentially overheating, uh, you can lose coolant pretty quickly okay because on the uh, expansion tank system if it goes over pressure it will vent to the outside so any coolant loss that happens is actual loss whereas on a recovery tank system if it goes over pressure it will start venting pressure and coolant into the recovery tank so you're not losing that coolant per se it will get sucked back in now this is all assuming that you don't have an actual you know external coolant leak somewhere else in the system okay and again this is talking about recovery tank types so hopefully that <laughs> that didn't just confuse the whole issue there but anyway they are different um, one is neither better than the other really they're just different so hopefully that uh, I don't know if the customer that asked me about that of course I explained it to him briefly and that's what kind of brought up the idea of this subject as a as a possible podcast so I appreciate him, uh, you know, asking the question, and and here we are. So, anyway, that's the end of that one. Uh, hopefully, you got something out of it. Again, if you want to get a hold of me via uh, email, it's bkpodcast5 at gmail dot com, and again, I'm also on on uh, LinkedIn under Brad's Motorworks. So check that out if you feel so inclined. Appreciate your time. Appreciate your listening. Uh, this will be, we're into 2024 now. And, uh, so hopefully, uh, you know, new year and, and, uh, better things to come and we can say goodbye to 2023 and, and move on from there. So, uh, anyway, hope you have a fantastic day and a great tomorrow. And I thank you again for listening. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode. It's been an honor and a privilege to spend time with you. I hope you found this of value. Please share it with family and friends. Above all else, with all you're getting, get understanding. May God bless you and keep you. And thank you again.